Greetings and salutations to you all. This is Dee Dee Moonflyer. Welcome to Twilight Tonic, your weekly voyage to points distant and parts unknown. We'll discuss all things paranormal, spiritual, weird, and wonderful. So if you're ready, grab your favorite tonic, your best comfy chair, and let's begin. Twilight Tonic. I am so happy to have Al Matherson here. He has done research in the UFO world for 30 years. Sit down, grab yourself some kind of tonic or tea, sit back in your easy chair. How are you, Al? I'm doing fine. Al, I don't even know where to begin. 30 years is a long time, but it started before that. Why and how? Okay, I can uh, well uh, I can get into that right away from the beginning, from what I remember. Um, I used to live in Ottawa, which was the capital of Canada. That's in Ontario. <laughs> uh, what happened? It's it all started when I was about what I thought was twelve years old, out on a hockey rink in the middle of winter. I was out there with my twin brother uh, and about ten other kids, and one of the kids stopped and looked up and said, "What the heck are those things?" And we saw three uh, your regular disc-shaped uh, saucers in formation in a triangle ho- hovering over this pollution plant, maybe 100 feet up in the air. So they weren't high up, but we all saw them. Mm-hmm. Blue, blue sky, freezing cold out. And I looked up at them like I had seen them before. And then they darted in the sky and all stopped at the same time. Everyone ran into the changing room except for little old me. And I'm staring at these things and I'm going in my mind, I need to know what they are. And immediately after I said that in my mind, I got this angelic feeling of warmth and love. And that was it. They darted off. Then after that, I started having incredible paranoia, nosebleeds, lights in my room. Um, looking under my bed, looking in the closet. I wouldn't go in the basement. Uh, I had, as I said, I had a twin brother. We had bunk beds. Nothing happened to him. Zero. Mm. Zero. And I didn't know what it was. But I would go to school in the morning after one of these episodes. I remember pulling the sheets over my face, absolutely terrified. I go to school in the morning, like in a trance. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd go to the boy, I would sit in the washroom stall before I went into class. I'd sit in the back of the room. I wasn't really that coherent I, with the teachers in my in my different classes. I, uh, I felt like I shouldn't be there. That was the weird feeling I had. Why am I in, why am I in school? That's what I had. Wow. You felt out strange. of place. Did I ever? Wow. Now your brother, yeah. he didn't have any of those experiences. You said he doesn't. He doesn't remember anything mm-hmm. happening to you. Um, yeah, we're on opposites of uh, what's going on. He's uh, uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about. The, he says I don't want to talk about this stuff. It is what it is. There's weird stuff out there. 
don't bring it up with me. I'm more concerned about jobs and taking care of the kids, which is good, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah, total opposites, total opposites. Huh. Now, how did your parents deal with this? Were they open or not open? Well, I'll tell you, I started getting these strange... And it's it's weird what you remember as a little kid. Yeah. Um, well, when I was a little kid, I had these three perfectly sized red bubbles on my fingertip, my thumb uh, tip. And I look at those and I go, what are those? They weren't itchy. You couldn't feel them unless you look at them and go, what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. I showed it to m- my mom and she goes, that's the strangest looking spider bite I've ever seen. The next day it had vanished, and this is what I remember. Boy, do I heal quick. That was my mm-hmm. reaction. And right. then nothing after that. That's weird. weird. that one before? <laughs> uh, not that one, no. I've heard of other people no, having similar. wounds like that, like strange wounds, and the next day they're gone. Now yeah. I've heard those, but yeah. nothing like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So do you want me to continue what... Yeah. what uh, how these abductions built up. Yeah. I had, uh, I had problems and it certainly wasn't me. It was what was going on with me. These so-called aliens, I call them the watchers out of the Holy Bible. What was happening is I was being used for a, a breeding program like many other. I sort of wonder if General Eisenhower who signed an agreement supposedly at Holloman Air Force Base with these entities saying, yeah, you can take up to a million people, but you got to return them. Of mm-hmm. course, these things went back on their words with that. But I'm wondering if I was one of them because I started, uh, I believed I was used for a breathing program. Uh, guys and girls know if you've had sexual activity, I'll leave it at that. But uh, I knew something was going on with that. And these things would not allow me to have a girlfriend. Um, when I was 17, uh, the girl I was seeing, lovely, uh, lovely young girl, Debbie, um, she goes, I want my parents to meet you. And I go, yeah, I want to meet your parents. I go over there and we're all sitting in their family room. And all of a sudden I stood up and I was in a trance and they, I could hear the mother talking. She goes, don't say anything. He's in like a trance. I went down to my hands and knees and started crawling towards the doorway. And then all of a sudden I came out of it. Well, the parents seeing that for the first time, uh, you're not seeing that guy. Can you blame them? Uh, no, that would be very concerning. No. That would be very concerning. And that never, <laughs> that didn't happen again until all this stuff stopped for years. It just stopped. And I moved up to a place, a beautiful cottage place on, uh, on uh, in, indigenous land. Mm-hmm. I found out later it is supposedly cursed and haunted. There were hundreds of cases of missing people, abductions, missing time. And you know who I found out that from is Dan Aykroyd. Uh-huh. Remember yeah, him? he's really, really, well, he's really big into this stuff. Well, he was saying, I got the, his first video called Unplugged on UFOs. Obviously, it had just come out and I and I ordered it, so I hadn't seen it before. I'm sitting around with half a dozen people, 
and halfway through the video, he starts talking about um, Quebec and the Gatineau Hills where people had a feeling just to go outside and look up and they were seeing these objects and a lot of people were being abducted with missing time. Everyone looked at me, didn't you say that's where you were living? And I go, yeah. He said over 1,500 cases in something like 20 years. Yeah. Quite a, quite a few. And 1,500 could be 3,000 for all I know. But that was interesting. But uh, I started having horrific abductions up there with witnesses. Oh, my gosh. Being mind-controlled. Being mind-controlled. How would you explain this? Okay, if this was, if you were I and explaining this to your husband, when we when we were like, I guess I was in my late twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working part time at a blues bar as a bouncer. My girlfriend worked there as a waitress. She had one of her girlfriend's best friends working there, and I'm going. Uh, it's going to be gorgeous tomorrow. We're off early. It's a quiet night. I'll pick you guys up out in front. We'll go home, have a barbecue, go for a dip, and tomorrow just enjoy the day up at the cottage. And they said, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what happened? I hop in my car, take off on them, which I would never do, take off on them. And then I'm driving up to the cottage, not thinking about them. They never entered my mind. Absolutely controlled and possessed. That's what I call it. And I see my exit. And I drive right past it. My cottage is maybe five to seven minutes from that exit. Drive right past it, no discernment, and I can feel myself being shut off. And it's happened so many times, it takes four to five seconds. The next thing I know, and this is like probably nine o'clock at night. It's still light out. Mm -hmm. The next thing I know, or no, it was six o'clock because we got off early. So the next thing I know, I'm in my little 300Z turbo little black uh, Nissan. I'm in my car in this massive, massive white beam of light, just vibrating as the car is floating to the ground. And I'm just vibrating. I had wet my pants. I look out the left, uh, I'm obviously in the driver's side seat, look down and I see the top of the tree lines. It's, It's dark out. You can see the street lights. You can see house lights and you can see the trees through this beam of light. Everything outside the light was black. And um, it would be like equivalent of driving your car off the 50th story of an apartment building. They were lowering my whole car to the ground. I watched it in shock start itself and start steering. You see the headlights come up, the dash lights Mm -hmm. come on, and it starts steering itself down these winding roads in the dark. And something came over me, a calmness to start steering. And this is after about maybe 10, 15 seconds, watching the car steer itself. I pull off to the side of the road. I had noticed I had wet my pants, shaking still, going, where the hell am I? So I'm looking for signs, you know, the highway green right. signs and that where you're this far. That's what I was looking for. I was a hundred, about 120 kilometers from my cottage, which was five to seven minutes away from my last memory. And uh, yeah, just absolutely. I finally made it home. Mm-hmm. I went into the fetal position. 
emotionally just like, why me? What do you want from me? What are you doing to me? I felt violated. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's one of the cases and some incredible dreams like three nights in a row and they'd stop when I would tell people I'm having these dreams. I knew a lot of people, but there was only maybe three people I could actually talk to about this mm-hmm. because the other ones would ridicule me. My, even my girlfriend, try explaining to you, me, explaining to my girlfriend. She goes, why did you take off on us? That's you, like, what's going on through your head? You would never do that. What am I supposed to say? Well, I took off on you because I got mind controlled and then sucked up in a beam of light and the aliens raped me and dumped me off 120K from the cottage. And uh, that's why. I mean, how can you explain that? Oh. So I, 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 it, it, that also mucked up my relationship. That's what these things do. They have such an evil, wicked way to them. Yeah. And, and horrible nightmares. And they'd be in succession. And when I told somebody I trusted, they immediately stopped. Interesting. Now you have sleep paralysis, I'm assuming, also. Well, people call it sleep paralysis. It's not sleep paralysis. Um, What it is, is when these things control you, they they can just shut you off like they did when I missed that exit. Mm -hmm. I didn't miss it on purpose. They made me miss it. And uh, you don't have sleep paralysis when you're driving your car. Um, They possess you. They control you. And um, the other thing with that is um, the next encounter, I'm actually at my girlfriend's place. Her parents had a a nice uh, cottage up in that area, maybe about 20K from my place or 15 miles in American terms. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to her place and we're having dinner. And I'm about to sit down and have dinner. And all of a sudden, once again, in a trance, in a trance, getting up as she's serving the food and walking towards the front door. I could hear her perfectly, my girlfriend. She goes, what are you doing? We're about to eat. And once again, I've had a few cases like this. She said I was like in a trance and, and speaking with a very soft voice going, oh, just going outside. And it started creeping her out. So I go outside and look up. Immediately, something got me to look up and I go, man, that's the brightest star I've ever seen. And then there was a blink in that star. And within seconds, two or three seconds, there was this huge ball of light hovering over the tree line. And I came out of the trance and I'm saying, that thing got me to come outside. I wonder which ones are in there. And then I screamed to my girlfriend to come outside and it just shot up in the sky and then took off in a heartbeat. She walked out and she goes, what the heck? It's like you saw a ghost. She goes, I'm calling my girlfriend. You're really freaking me out. Here we go again. Can you blame her? She phoned her girlfriend to come over and uh, I was trying to explain what I saw, but it didn't end there. A week later, exactly at the same time at my cottage, once again, this is the one I told you previously when we had our little chat. I'm sitting down watching the TV. I hear the neighbor's dog. I didn't tell you that. The neighbor's German shepherd, who got along with great, beautiful dog, Mm -hmm. barking outside my door. 
And I and I'm like, why is he barking outside my door? Oh, maybe there's a raccoon or something. So I sort of ignored that, and then the power just shut right off. Yet all the neighbors' lights were on. I had big windows looking out onto the right. lake, the other houses. All the lights were on, and I'm like, that that's weird. That was my initially uh, initially thought. Like, oh, that's weird. And got up to get a candle. Something made me sit down, back in a trance staring at the TV, which came back on with none of the lights on. And by then I was in a total trance and it looked like your cable had being cut off. It's no picture. And I see something black in the middle of the TV, but it's, it looked like you're looking down a hallway. That's the only way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. And it was coming towards me and my face is going closer to the TV and I'm going, what the hell is that? This reptilian face appeared. It wasn't, it wasn't a green reptilian. It was like a rusty brown color with egg-shaped eyes. It didn't have the reptilian eyes, but it was reptilian. Mm-hmm. And I'm this thing and staring at its eyes. And I said in my mind, what do you want from me? Tell me something. And it said, we assisted in building the pyramids of Egypt. And then the power went on. My neighbors were looking out the window. They heard their dog, and I went running over there, shaking violently. So the moral of this story is these so, so-called aliens that I call the Watchers, mm-hmm. when I was being abducted as a child, I was into pyramids. And my mom kept saying to me, quit looking at this stuff all the time. Concentrate on your homework. It's interesting, but you're there you know, for schooling, for your career, or whatever mm-hmm. you're getting into. Not this stuff. So that was <laughs> that was interesting. And how do I explain that one to the neighbors? Oh, uh, alien came through the TV and told me this. this and so they're they're always one step ahead. These things. That's interesting. Uh, usually, unless they want you to know stuff. Right. So it makes me look like I'm losing my mind. Do you often feel um, like you are being watched before anything happens? Oh, yeah. You know that yeah. feeling you get when you're like. Oh, do I ever like, oh, um, something's going to (laughs) happen. Something's here. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the next one. So I'm going to send you the, some of these, uh, documentaries and for your listeners, uh, when we end this, I'll, uh, give you a list of things for people to look into. They'll find them incredibly interesting. It's not because I'm in them. There's some I'm in and some I'm not, but the next one after that, I moved from that cottage. 40 miles away, still up in the Gatnos. Uh, I'm thinking, oh, I'll, this is all weird stuff. I'll just get the heck out of here. Well, one night, I'm catapulted out of bed. I'm sitting, I'm sleeping on my back, catapulted up, and I look at my clock, and it's 2-2-2 two, two, two in the morning. A lot of these abductions uh, from when I was in bed was 2-2-2 two, two, two or 3-3-3, three, 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 which is, by the way, the witching hour. Um, I look at the, the clock and then pinch my leg and boy, did I pinch it to say, I'm awake here. I'm not, this isn't a dream. I'm awake. I'm awake. And then I hear a voice in my head saying, open the curtain. And I'm looking at the curtain. This sounds, Mm -hmm. well, this all sounds nuts unless it's happened to you. I'm looking at the curtain and say, no, I'm not opening the curtain. And I hear the voice again in my mind, open the curtain. What do I do? I open the curtain. There's two beings in this beam of light out by this oak tree that's maybe five or six feet away from the house, maybe a little more. 
floating. I thought they were walking around the tree. They were floating around the tree. They both looked exactly the same. They had square jaws. They were ghost white, wearing blue uniforms with black hair and totally black eyes. And every time one would go around the tree, their head would turn and look at me with my head looking out the window. Uh, after maybe 10 seconds of that, I didn't remember anything until I was dropped through the ceiling onto my leather couch in the living room and I had wet my pants and it was like quarter after seven, almost another five hours of missing time, absolutely shaking violently. Oh, so what would have, there's another one. Did, did they need you to open the curtain? That's what I don't don't understand you actually yeah, hesitated the, the, well what this stuff is is it's fear-based right it's um that's what they use most of the time unless they already have you and there's more stories of that from working with abductees some people that have been abducted uh give into these things they think oh well it's it's all good and they have uh the problem is they're getting screen memories Mm -hmm. um, I've heard cases of people seeing Jesus Christ on a UFO with the Greys, reptilians, and the Nordics, uh, by the way, that shapeshift back into the reptilians. Mm -hmm. um, there's a documentary out there for people to see. It's called The Seeding. Uh, the Seeding, and it's on um, UFO abductions. People need to watch that um, to give you more clarity of the so-called Nordics and Pleiadians that are here to help us and everything. It's the absolute opposite. It's all deception, but that's a good one to watch. But, uh, yeah. Now, with yeah, the, I was, uh, Al, do you think yeah? there are ones that are good? No, none of them. No, no, uh, none of them. A lot of them. And the more you look into it, use the new age philosophy, Mm -hmm. uh, and and it, it does get people's attention and there's so many good people out there that are new age that are following us they don't want to hear anything negative and they say well it's in you to be positive and all this stuff and oneness and the source and I've heard it over and over again but these entities come with a new age philosophy I think it's it's really interesting throughout history and in, in biblical pictures as well, that you see evidence of flying yep. objects yep. and beings yep. coming down. I always thought that was really interesting, but it's not just like in like Israel or in the Middle East. It is all over the world. It is in cave drawings. It is. Look and you will find. I yeah, mean, the more you look, the more you find. So that's what I find so interesting in I think that's so evident in a lot of ways that something is going on. And mm -hmm. I think anything that can take you, harm you, come into your room as you sleep, that and can't be you. good. Yeah. That That's not good. It's They're using not. you like scientific not. animals to breed. Yeah. To me, that's very frightening. And well, I've, I've dealt with that uh, for a long time. Now it's all history. I will tell you one other very strange event, and I talked to you about this uh, a little bit. Um, after I fled back east and drove out here mm -hmm. from Ottawa to Vancouver, um, 
14 years after my last encounter, which was 1994, it was 2008. I was working for this company as a contractor. We had a container coming in from Kuwait mm-hmm. after that uh, war over with Iraq and that. And um, I'm with, uh, I, I just hired one guy. He had heard my stories and he believed in some of the stuff I was telling him. I mean, it's, it's, if you don't know a lot about this stuff, it's going to make you shake your head. And I understand that. So he heard some of my stories. Anyway, this lady pulled up. She gets out of her vehicle, very pretty lady, fit, uh, good-looking girl. She was wearing the strangest wraparound glasses. They were like out of Star Trek. And I'm just thinking, I go, why is she wearing those? And then I'm just like, oh, she probably has a, an eye problem with light. So anyway, introduce myself, introduce my, uh, my uh, buddy that's uh, working with me. And uh, I said to her, oh, uh, isn't uh, everything fine in Kuwait now that that horrible war is over? And I go, isn't that a beautiful country? And she goes like this from after shaking my hand. Totally changed. She goes, oh, there's going to be another war, another war. And I don't know why I said this, but I said this. I go, oh, don't you believe in a higher power? And she looks at me and puts her face towards mine. She goes, what do you mean, Al? UFOs? And I'm like, what? My buddy heard that. He just shrugged his shoulders. She goes, I know that you know. And I go, know what? I'm like, "Uh, what are you talking about? Know what? Mm -hmm. And she goes, we were supposed to meet. I know you've been taken by them many times and so have I. And I'm just like totally creeped out. I said, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't going to start bringing up my past. I'm on a job. and Sure, right? um, Yeah, I don't want to be cordial and uh, actually professional. So I said, look, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. But in the elevator, she goes right up to my earlobe. Uh, I talked to a pastor. He told me she was smelling my jugular jugular vein, the blood in my vein. And I'm like, what? But uh, there's something behind that, too. She's whispering in my ear and going, they're listening. I go, who's listening? You know the grace. They're always watching. And I said, excuse me, lady, look, you are really starting to creep me out. And my friend, I need to do a job. So I got the job done. And I'm thinking before I left and got her to sign some paperwork, I'm going, I've got to give her my number. Oh, no, you didn't. And I gave her my number. Oh, so. I know, I know. Oh, no. L.A. Marzulli said the same thing. He goes, why did you do that? She called me two weeks later because I told her roughly where I lived. And uh, she phones me up. She goes, oh, are you working today? I go, oh, I just finished work. I'm here with my buddy, the same guy. Why don't you come and join my girlfriend and I for a drink? And I go, well... I'll ask my buddy and he goes, not a chance. He goes, stay the heck away from that. She's mm-hmm. not. And I go, I've got to find out how she knows this stuff. I go, that's out of the blue to hear that. How does she know this? So I went to meet her. She gets, I get out of the elevator. She's in a two story condo with a big deck outside looking over the Fraser river, beautiful spot. Anyway, there, her and her girlfriend are drinking. She's sloshed and uh, she's still wearing those weird glasses. 
And uh, we go out on the deck. Uh, oh, would you like a drink? I go, oh, no, I'm fine. And I just sort of ignored how drunk she was. And um, we're sitting outside in her wine glass, big wine glass with red wine in it. I look out of the corner of my eye. There's this massive black fly in a wine glass. And I look over and I go, oh, there's a big fly in your wine glass. I'll get some Kleenex and get it for you. She looks at me and she goes, no, I'll get it. She puts her finger in the wine glass. The fly sticks to her finger. It's about eight inches from her mouth and her tongue came up and she just went. Oh. And, and swallowed uh, the fly. Out of there. Out of there. Yeah. And I and I was I've always had a sense of humor. I go, holy smokes! If you're that hungry, I can make you a sandwich. Why did you do that? And she just gave me this weird laugh, and then took off her glasses, got on top of me, and I said, "I've got a girlfriend. What are you doing?" She goes, "Oh, I have an ex-husband and two boyfriends." And I go, "Oh, well, you're pretty busy." Mm-hmm. And I that's what I said. She got on top of me and she started lifting up my shirt. I was pretty fit. And she goes, oh, you're well-preserved. How old are you? And I go, well-preserved? I go, get off me. And she went to kiss me with these glasses off, and I pushed her back. When I pushed her back, her eyes went vertical, yellow, bright, bright yellow, or golden yellow with these streaks, and her pupils went vertical. And she had literally had the devil in her. I pushed her off me to the ground and hold her, held her arm so she didn't hit her head. And I said, what the F was that? And she gave me the most demonic laugh you've ever heard. And then I left and just screamed at her, you stay the F away from me. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Stay away from me. I had ripped up her number. And then after that, my house started getting haunted. Things floating around in the house. My other roommate possessed. Um, yeah, it was, it was, a, a period, another period of time of here we go again after years of nothing. Um, I have to say this, um, I ended up going into a shopping mall out of the blue and that's how these things happen out of the blue. I'm walking by one of those vitamin health store places uh-huh. and something made me stop. And I looked over in the store. There was nobody in there except for an elderly gentleman behind the counter and I'm going, yeah, he doesn't fit the bill. Maybe he's just helping out the, his son or his daughter or something. Something made me walk in there. And I walked up to him. This is very strange, but on a, in a good way, it changed me. I walked up to him and I said, oh, um, what's, uh, what's some uh, good multivitamins? And he had, a, uh, he had a, uh, um, an Irish accent. And he told me, oh, try these. These are, these are bought all the time. And I said, oh, you're from Ireland. Do you, uh, you believe in ghosts? He didn't answer me. He just smiled. And then I, for some reason, I told him I'm having all these horrible experiences, including these latest hauntings. And he stopped, looked at me pulled out an old, old wallet. And in these old wallets, you used to have a little flap, which you put your change in. Mm-hmm. He opened that up and pulled a passage out of the Bible. I didn't know it was the Bible. And he started reading it to me. And then he told me, show no fear, stay on the right course. The truth will set you free. And then he hugged me. I almost dropped to the ground. I had this energy of love go through me. Like you can't even describe, uh, it made me teary eyed and I was just overwhelmed. And then all that other stuff stopped 
immediately. The hauntings, everything. Interesting. Isn't that? Did you buy the vitamins, Al? What's nope. I didn't think so. <laughs> no, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, um, you were sent in there I for another making, purpose. Yeah, so uh, as I said, there's good watchers, bad watchers. The other thing, the last thing before I left backtracking, before I left the Gatineau Hills with those horrific abductions, Mm-hmm. The last thing that happened was I made a phone call out to where I'm living now in BC to a buddy that I grew up in public school, high school, and had told him some of my stories. He believed me. I called him up and I said, look, I'm losing my mind. I've got to get out of here. Uh, it's getting really bad, these weird things that are happening. And he goes, you're welcome out here. So I was going to sell my stuff and, uh, and, and move out. And when I hung up the phone... I heard the soft voice in my right ear saying, it is time to leave. It is time you must go. It made me turn my head like something was behind me. Sure. A soft, soft voice. And I heard that voice one other time before I got in that car accident. It told me the same soft voice in the same side of uh, right side saying, don't do it. Because I pulled out my keys. I'm about to get into the car. And then right after I heard that voice in my other ear, and people go, oh, he's hearing voices, he's nuts. No, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases. Hearing these voices from the air, the other voice I heard immediately after was like this, do it. When I had the keys in my hand, I got my car five minutes later, got in a fender bender, and it could have been worse. Wow. I think I would have listened to the (laughs) soft voice. I know afterwards, yeah, I was driving a beautiful 70 Firebird formula that was gorgeous. And I had to change the nose on the car. But I mean, that's just materialistic stuff. But that's, I was thinking what you said. I I heard those two voices. Why did I follow the second voice? And it was just like that. Do it. Oh, no, 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 no. One thing I've learned yeah. throughout my life, go with your gut instinct, the first one. You told me that and you are so right with Ooh. that. That's with everything. If you feel like you're being watched in the woods, don't hang around. No. Get the heck out of there. I can. Right? Yeah, I remember one time um, before I met my husband, I lived in Texas and I yep. was in a relationship there for a while. And we were driving from Austin to the ocean and there's like this little desert area and we were tired. We were kids. I think I was 18, 17 and we pulled Uh over. We were going to sleep for a few hours and drive and I had a really bad sunburn and I sat straight up and I said, no, we got to go. We got to go now. They're coming. I have never seen a person jump from the back seat to the front seat and drive so fast in my life as that guy did. He goes, okay, I know you, and that means drive. I am driving. <laughs> That's right. Didn't it, even question you. No, it was like the spookiest thing, because once he was awake and realized, he felt it too, and he needed to get. we needed to get out of there. And we drove for at least 30 minutes before we found a place, a little town, where there was lights, and we fell asleep in a gas station parking lot for a couple hours. <laughs> Yeah, the stories, I'll tell you. Yeah, um, you get out of there. Yeah. Don't stay anywhere you feel 
any kind of no. edginess. You know, I know. Live and learn. I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed uh, from all this stuff. That's how I met L.A. Marzulli. If people want more, and I always do this, uh, and uh, whether people think I'm promoting him, he's very interesting. He's written like 30 books, yeah, 20 he videos. Uh, um, he's very interesting. We're actually good friends. Um, he came up here to meet me, and when I started telling them the story, especially about the one I just told you about that woman, yeah. as I said, that was on Coast to Coast and other another documentaries but i'll tell you the what i've watched recently and it really caught my attention and it's for everyone to watch it's called ufo witness it's got uh melissa tuttle and ben what's his name ben hansen former yeah. fbi agent and the most recent ones i think there's eight or nine of them talk about all through the states, all the different things people are seeing, triangles, cubes, missing time, horrific abductions, and I mean all of them, mm -hmm. cattle mutilations, all this stuff is all coming from the same source, all of it. Hauntings in houses is coming from the same source. It's all that, uh, that old word, demonic, that's what it is. It actually is that. Why Pretty you... nuts, but people need, people need to watch that series. Why do they, why do you think they dislike us? I, I can't, maybe they don't dislike because us. Because we're created in the image, image of God. Why do they slaughter all these animals and they do it while, while they're alive? I'll tell you something other that's extremely disturbing is all the human mutilations. And there was a show on called NATO and human mutilations. Mm -hmm. They've taken that off the air. It's about three former police officers in England. One of their sons was a Black Beret, a special ops guy that worked with NATO for these cases where they're finding mutilated, mutilated human bodies. And they've, uh, they've been uh, mutilated just like the, the cows and, the, and the, the horses and all these other animals. And it is so disturbing, so disturbing. If people knew what was going on around them, do you think with all this going on, yep. what you are seeing, do you think this is making these beings, these watchers, a lot more powerful? Uh, no, they know they're, they're, what's happening is history is repeating itself. Uh, they were cast out of heaven. There was something like 250 of them that landed on Mount Hermon. They were the people that were living on the earth in those days, thought they were all gods. They were treated as gods. They had sex with the women on earth and created these massive uh, hybrid uh, creatures, the giants, the Nephilim. Yeah, that's what uh, I was about God to say, the, the earth to get, Yeah, God flooded the earth to get rid of them. And there wasn't a couple of hundred. There were hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them. Uh, a good show for people to watch is The Holocaust of the Giants. If you can look that up on YouTube, that's an interesting one showing how the Roman Catholic Church and the Smithsonian Institute has covered all this stuff up. Why? They don't want you to know that the Bible is real, David and Goliath. They want you to believe it's all folklore. Well, you know what? Folklore is real, too, with all these little fairies and all these uh, things for um, all these demonic creatures that have been in this world for a very long time, and they're manifesting all around the world. 
It's yeah. really interesting. Um, I interviewed another author a while back. That's he's pretty well known in the, the paranormal world. He wrote The Deception of Gods and Men, Barry Fitzgerald. Yep. It was a really interesting book. And he mm-hmm. was, I don't know if you've, you've read it or seen it, but he had like somewhat of the same view of right. like a lot of the visions and a lot of the things in the world are deception made yes. by deceptional beings. He didn't yes. really, he didn't really talk about, I, I think religion in that way, but it was a very similar take. Mm-hmm. Than what you were saying that they're deceiving. Oh, are they ever? They uh, um, when you look at true history, uh, you look into the Germans in the Second World War. My dad was uh, an engineer in the British Royal Navy. He said, "How did that tiny little country almost take over the whole world?" And they were so evil. Well, what we weren't taught in school was the secret society of Vril. Vril and Vril power, opening the door with Buddhist meditation, channeling, especially channeling these other beings that are waiting for you to open the door to them, to download information into their military people like Von Braun said we had help from the others and pointed upwards. They love humans killing humans. It's another form of sacrifice. Just like all these pyramids around the world from the Mayans to Hawaii, all these different places where they sacrifice millions of people, especially children. If you want um, things from these entities like uh, astronomy, uh, learning how to you know plant corn and uh, other things to survive, they want worship and sacrifice. I call it slaughter. But on shows like Ancient Aliens, they don't tell you that. It's just I just watch that show. The it's the entertainment value. Uh, just blows my mind, and people find it. It's like uh, it's like eye candy because they do it very well. They've been out there for 15 years, and a lot of these people have spirit guides. The David Wilcoxes and some of these other, the Giorgio guy there. Everything's mm-hmm. alien, alien, alien. Um, yeah, that's part of the deception. Out of curiosity, you had mentioned Good Watchers. Yep. Who are they? Just out of curiosity. God's angels. God's angels. Um, uh, his archangels like Gabriel mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Michael and some of these other angels appear. If we didn't have them watching over us, this world would be done. And it also says in Scripture, if Jesus did not show up at the end of times, which we're entering, could it be 20, 30 years? I don't know. I'm not a date setter. But it said if Jesus didn't return, there would be nobody left on this planet. There'll be all these hybrid beings and robots, and it's, it's it's all this stuff is ramping up. It's hard for people to swallow what's going on because it's so overwhelming. I mean, I've known about it for a long time. When you when people talk about the Palladians and yep. you know the beautiful beings that come in light, yes. <laughs> It's interesting because in the Bible, you hear the angel say, fear not, I bring you good tidings. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, beauty is deceptive sometimes. In, For sure. In, yep. you know, fairy tales, uh, you hear it in a lot of ancient stories as well. 
Do you think they know that humans are naturally attracted to beauty, but angels are not deceptive? So they're going to come down in maybe their own form, which people might be more frightened of. Maybe they're not the beautiful, angelic things that these beings are projecting. How do you feel about that? Well, oh, uh, that's a great question. Um, I've had people that have encountered these seven uh, seven foot tall, angelic looking, beautiful humanoids in their bedroom at, of course, two in the morning. And they wake up and see this light in the room with one of these things standing over them, smiling, and then disappear. Believe me, that's not an angel from God. They're not bearing any good fruit. They're just deceiving you, saying, oh, look, I saw this thing in my room, and it really scared the heck out of me. And it's like two in the morning. Well, what message did you get from it? Nothing. A good angel wouldn't do that. What Lucifer or Satan does is manipulate humans by using the good things of God, and then mixing it. It's like even listening to people like Nostradamus. He does scrying to open up the door to the dark side because scrying, channeling, tarot cards, Ouija boards, all these things are forbidden in scripture because it's sorcery and black magic. It's written right in the the Bible. And and Satan manipulates it by by having these so-called angels show up or Nordics or Palladians, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't have a message for you. Nine out of ten times, they just—I've heard it over and over again. These things just show up. Wow, that's—it's—it's yeah. it's really interesting. I've interviewed a couple people. Um, well, I interviewed Karen Wilkinson. Real, she's a sweetheart, and. Vicky Karen's Joy Love. Awesome. Yeah, I love those guys. Vicky Joy Love, who wrote "They Only Come at Night." Great. They're, yeah. they're both really lovely women. I enjoy talking to them. And they describe something very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, their belief system is very yeah. similar. Now, what do you think of all the missing people? You know, they go into the woods and they don't come out. Uh, some of these guys I was talking to and saying all these people like that's going missing. Oh, that's the pre-trip rapture. And I go, really? So what you're telling me is these people go missing. Some cases they find the body two weeks later, and it's in areas that's being searched for that two-week period, and they've only been dead for an hour. Wow. Where are they being taken? And the other thing is what you're not hearing is a lot of these bodies have been mutilated, drained of their blood, just like they drain the cattle of the blood. In the Bible, the life is in the blood. Uh, I'm not saying uh, bovine blood or cattle blood is very, very similar to human blood. And that's how they could create a lot of these hybrids, not to mention all these monsters that are people people are seeing. And they are manifesting everywhere. The, the stories out here, there's hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of stories of people seeing these Sasquatches. They're telepathic. They see ships. Um, mm-hmm. you need to watch, uh, missing 411, the UFO connection. Oh yes. That's another good one, but not everything in there. We're trying to, I know LA has talked to David Pilates. We're trying to wake him up uh, to more of this stuff that's going on and that it is actually, um, um, it's good against evil. It's got nothing to do with aliens. They're posing as aliens. 
And that's the coming great deception that is in the Bible. It warns us about these things coming, saying they created us, they own us, they genetically altered us. Now, some of those things are true. They have genetically altered a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, And it's not for the good. Look at this world. It's just uh, they turn this world upside down in three years. Globally. Yeah, it's crazy times. That's for sure. Yep. Just to backtrack a second. You said that cow's blood is similar than now. I've not. I don't know this at all. I'm just curious. Yeah, cow's blood is similar to human blood. Very I, I similar. Didn't, I didn't even realize that. That's interesting to me. Yep. Yep. So if they, yeah, what are they doing with it? Well, the other thing is, I've talked to other abductees that have been on these huge ships, and the, what that Diane Kelly girl, the shapeshifter bug eating girl told me when she was normal, when I would chat with her in phone calls, she was the most paranoid person I've ever met her human side. But she would, she told me she was in these underground tunnels where she would see all these reptilian eggs in these uh, hot, sweaty underground tunnels deep in the earth. They were like incubators for these things that they're, that they're creating for an invasion where these things will be coming to the surface. She also told me other things like, and and they've come true. This was from 2008. Mm -hmm. She said, she goes, your world is in trouble. Stay out of the big cities. A lot of these people that have implants in them, Mm -hmm. it's not to track you. They're watchers. They can track you anytime. Those implants are to turn you on or turn you off, to turn you on, to go to certain locations to direct people onto these ships. Interesting. That's very interesting. And I've heard that over and over again. It's very, very disturbing. Yeah, that's this is the first time I heard that. That That's really interesting. No. Yeah. So... No, I've heard many things. So they... You think in bigger cities now, do you think there's a lot of mimics where there are actually alien... Aliens or... What would you call them aliens? Are they from a different planet? I call them, I, uh, no, I don't call them aliens. They, the, the, that's the thing. First, they were from Mars. Then they were from Venus. Then they were from Zeta Reticuli. Then they're from the Pleiades. Why don't they actually tell us where they're from? Because if they did, if they told us they were from cast out of heaven, then we would know, if you looked into it, that, that, that they are fallen angels. Satan was cast out of heaven. Um, with his uh, all these other fallen angels, and it would tell you exactly what they are and what their mission is, is to destroy humans and anything created by God, the planet, humans, and, and the animals. And when you think of some of these horrific animal mutilations, I just saw something on France, and it was Lou Elizondo, of all people, who I like, that was quit the Pentagon, he was told the second last day before he left, a couple of guys came in in suits and they said, don't talk about this uh, UFO stuff. It's, it's magic and it's actually black magic, demonic. Stay away from it. Now he's starting to say it is demonic. Uh, he was researching France in the last something like 15 years, 500 horses and some of them prize horses uh, abducted, mutilated. Some of them dropped from the sky that are still alive, missing their tongues, their eyes, yeah, um, half their face missing. I mean, it's disgusting. 
Uh, yeah. I know. Anything that know. harms people or animals, they're not good in my animals. book. Animals. Something no, innocent. Children and animals. Yeah. You the are innocent. innocent. You're not good in animals. my book. <laughs> no. No. And the, and the other thing is, too, a lot of the military, a lot of these, uh, we have ER teams up here. Mm-hmm. ER teams is called emergency response teams mm-hmm. that are like in the States, uh, uh, Green Berets. And they go into these areas where people go missing. And sometimes they come out right away saying there's no point going in there because they're witnessing the supernatural. And they know you can't you can't get into that because other bad things can happen. So there's these cluster areas now, especially out here, where they're fencing off these areas where people are vanishing. What? Um, yeah, people are vanishing, their footprints in, the dogs try and track them, nothing, the dogs freak out. Yeah, well, dogs, um, yeah. The dogs know what's up, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. Most animals do. They're like, uh-oh, uh-oh we're out of here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nope, that's all you. <laughs> you think just because we don't talk to you, we know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I, I'll tell you another watcher story. 2021 May, uh, it's when that COVID uh, uh, crap started. Uh, we're outside my friend's beautiful place, big bonfire. There's about a dozen people sitting around the fire. This girl across from me, I'm talking to her. She goes, oh, have you seen that documentary, The Seating? And mm-hmm. I go, yeah, I have. Uh, she goes, it's so creepy. I go, you know, some of these ships are like a mile long. And she looks at me and she goes, what the F is that behind you? I thought it was a, a, a bear or something. Right. I look up, there is this ginormous UFO cylinder. It looked like a cigar. I couldn't see the end of it. Everyone's standing up, except, and I'll get into this, a couple of people didn't. They're sitting in their seats. People are running out in the streets. People across the road from the trailer park are looking at this thing, and it was just floating. Everything went silent. No crickets, no birds, nothing. I ran up by the tree line, put my camera and my phone up and saying, oh, I'm going to get the best picture ever. And I knew looking at one of the windows, the windows were about 200 feet across a window. The window was like a gr- uh, not green. It was like an orangey yellow color, and it was super bright, but it wasn't shooting out light. It wasn't lighting mm-hmm. up the forest. And as soon as I put my phone up, I got this thing in my head, and I said in my mind, "I go, you're. I know you're watching me, and I don't want to watch you." And they tried to mind control me, so I couldn't take the picture, and they couldn't because I am now born again and spirit filled. They can't. They can't touch me, but what they did do was change the color of the lights, and it made me jump. So I only got a top of two lights, but when you open up behind the lights, you can see another disc-shaped UFO mm-hmm. behind it with these two little acorn ships, like the one from Kettsburg. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. And I've got footage of that I can send you. You know, it's really interesting and I often wondered this, like my mom, and I, it's no secret, I've announced this on my show before. My mom saw one when she was pregnant with me in New York yeah. State, and it was this shape, she said, almost cigar-like, with windows. She saw windows, and she yeah. wasn't the only one that saw it. She pulled over with a 
a couple behind her and they got out of their cars. They looked, they were looking up at it. And mm-hmm. she said when they looked at each other, it was gone in the blink of an eye. And yeah. then her second cousin, who couldn't hear, he was deaf, saw a whole bunch of cigar shaped UFOs on the lake on the St. Lawrence yeah. River. And oh, he can't, I used to, yeah. yeah, he can't Go hear, ahead, but sorry. he he would he told everybody in sign language that he heard the vibration. He could hear vibration. Yeah. You yeah, you could hear vibrations from I've seen over 20 of them. Yeah, he saw I don't know 20. how many, but he, you know, he was such a sweet man. Like you could tell how sincere mm-hmm. he was. And my mom yeah. my mom told her parents and they all made fun of her until like Yep. Years later, my mom got a phone call mm-hmm. from her mom. She was scared to death. She saw the same ship my mom saw verbatim. Yeah. But it's weird. It's like they're they're changing with the time. Like their ship models well, and what they look like. Oh, I know. It's just like us buying older cars from the 70s to the new stuff. But um, some of these things, what you're looking at isn't exactly what you're seeing. It's more more screen memories. You can have a thousand people out in the field. And one person looks up and sees a mile-long ship over their head, and the other people don't see anything. Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, these things are supernatural be- beyond anything we can comprehend. But we're created from the good guys, or the good guy. I just need to say guy, God. And we're made in his image. So, yeah, this stuff is ramping up. Even the church I go to, and it's a good church. Some people know about this stuff. Other people don't really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to be in everyone's face uh, very, very soon. It's ramping right up. The disclosure, and now... The spin on this stuff is it's pretty well all evil and demonic, which it is. So hopefully a lot of people that are thinking, and there's these huge UFO cults, especially over in Thailand, where they worship these things. And people are seeing orbs and ships. That's scary. And it's not good. (laughs) Yeah, because they'll be deceived. And I worry for them. I really do. I mean, I've heard of that, but I wasn't quite sure because I haven't really dove into that section of it. Mm -hmm. My brother does research and that kind of stuff. And he told me about that. And I was like, that's interesting. But why? (laughs) The last thing I'd want to do if I saw something like that is dive into it in that manner. Yeah. They like opening the door to you and seeing if you'll follow them. I know people that are seeing psychics, and I warn them not to see psychics. Oh, but they told me this stuff, and it's come true. I sold my house, and they told me I'd get this much money, and I did. Now their house is haunted. Uh, These uh, supposedly entities are going after their kids. That's in two separate houses. Uh, The other thing is uh, they uh, they can make people violently ill. They can kill people, which they've done with certain researchers that are getting too close, like uh, Scott Carpenter. 
dealing with uh, these uh, portals opening up to Sasquatch, to these uh, filming these so-called uh, werewolves or dogmen. And he, he ended up having these things follow him home. And now uh, he's dead from a, all of a sudden a brain aneurysm. I mean, I dealt the, with the same thing when I fled back east. I met a girl back in Ottawa and she moved out here to the island. Uh-huh. This is this has always played on me. Um, I went to see her and we were starting to have a good relationship. And she told me, oh, my mom's coming down from England. She's an English girl. And I said, oh, yeah, I want to meet your mom and everything. On the way there, I'm all excited to see her. I, uh, I pull up off the ferry and see her sitting in a convertible. And I go, boy, she looks wonderful. Then right after that, I got an overwhelming feeling. And I'm, I'm told something very bad is going to happen to her. And it, it hit me so emotionally. I had to get my P's and Q's together and say, when I finally went up to her, I said, everything good and you're all right and everything. And yeah. Well, after three days on the island, when I went to leave, gave her a big hug and a kiss, her mom's mm-hmm. there and her daughter. And she goes, don't leave. Don't leave. I'm never going to see you again. And I go, what? Why would you say that? And her mom said, are you okay? So I gave her another big hug and kiss. She goes, you don't understand. I'm never going to see you again. And I'm like, that's weird. She was dead the next day from a brain aneurysm. Oh, wow. Now, out of curiosity, do you think the higher power can be a positive for some psychic abilities? No. Uh, Interesting. No. What they do is deceive you just like scrying all this stuff. They open the door, even things like, and these are wonderful people. I've met these other people that do energy healing. Mm -hmm. Where are they getting that stuff from? It's not from the Holy Spirit. It tells you right in scripture, stay away from all this stuff because it might be good at first, but then it ends up being really bad, like really bad. So, and think of how many people that are psychics. Think of how many people. And I I have another thing that I've encountered from meeting that angel. I have a gift of discernment. Meaning I can meet people that I've never met before. Mm -hmm. And when they come out to shake my hand, I pull my hand back and people go, boy, that's rude. This has happened many times. And I talked to my friend after that. He goes, why did you do that? I go, do you know that guy? And he goes, oh, I've known him a few months. Great guy. And I go, he's going to rob you. And he just laughed. So three months later, calls me back. How did you know that? I go, know what? That guy you met, you didn't shake his hand. I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a creepy guy. Oh, he stole $35,000 from me. How did you know that? Interesting. I've had that a few times. And I have that with psychics. I didn't even know this lady was a psychic. And she walked up to me. We were having a gathering. Mm -hmm. And she walks up, oh, I heard about you and this and that. And she put her hand out and I didn't put my hand out. And I just said to her, look, I know this. I would never met you before, but uh, more or less, don't touch me. <laughs> I don't want your energy. No, it's weird. Weird. Well, if it doesn't feel right, you know what I always say? Yeah. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. <laughs> Run. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just like that uh, angel and that demonic thing. Don't do it. Don't do, do it. it, man. Don't do it. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting world. I knew it wasn't that simple. And this isn't it. This is not it. Everyone gets judged. The good angels are watchers that answer to the almighty God. And then you have these things here to deceive you. So get ready. It's only going to ramp up. Life is an interesting puzzle. That's for sure. Oh, it is. I'm enjoying my life. I'm not running around fear-based. I mean, uh, when I sent you uh, some of that footage. And uh, it was awesome footage, by the way. Oh, that's not even half of it. And I'm telling the girl, don't go back up there. Uh -uh. She goes, oh, I'm protected. Why are these things letting you take all these pictures? She can't video it, but she's allowed to take pictures. The thing is, I always found, you know, I spent a lot of my childhood in the Catskill Mountains where my grandparents were. And if something doesn't feel right. I've traveled through those places many times. I lived back east. We were in Vermont, yeah, you New leave. York State, all yeah. those places. You don't stay yeah. where you're not. We, that feeling isn't good because you can. You leave. Mm-hmm. You know, all my grandparents, you know, they were hunters. They were out in the wilderness all the time. And if something didn't feel good, they would not stay. Even my great-grandfather. Yeah, um, he always talked about... Now, now, that side of the family was very Catholic. But I think there was like a history... Yeah with them they were bootleggers mm-hmm. musicians catholics and they mm-hmm. were t- and i think they were roman romani descent and he would he would talk about you never go into the barn on christmas eve mm-hmm. you get beat up really you do not disturb the horses if you hear them running because the imps are riding them so they were so they were very superstitious of barns Very and the woods. Yeah. Yeah. And they would not, they just wouldn't go into the woods if they felt something was out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I know other Catholics too, by the way, um, that are just amazing people. And um, the unfortunate thing with the Roman Catholic Church, they don't want you reading too much scripture. Have, there's another thing you can look up that you'll find disturbing. Have you ever seen the Serpent Vatican Wall? No, that's interesting. I'll have to look that up. Oh, look that up. It's uh, where the Pope speaks out of the mouth of a serpent, literally, and it's real. And there's no crosses in the place. And the outside of the building looks like a snake's head. The serpent Vatican wall. Hmm. So there's lots of good Catholics that are God-loving and amazing people. But I'm telling you, there's so many people that are being deceived by what's going on. It's like, um, I always found the church, like, different than anything else in mm-hmm. the world, even as a child, because yeah. I was raised Catholic. I was, I think you were too, right? Yeah. For a short time. Uh, I was, yeah, I was born supposedly Catholic. My mom was Catholic. Uh, she's <clears throat> Australian. And uh, I was talking to other pastors, and and they said, well, maybe your mom's bloodline has cursed you, and but not your brother, because these entities already have him because he's an atheist. They can, these entities supposedly know the future, the past, and um, 
something has to come from that because why me and not my twin brother? Mm-hmm. But uh, getting back to me, mom, she was Australian. She was Roman Catholic. And she had no problem trying to get my dad, which he did do, uh, have his palm read by this lady. And my mom said, oh, it's really neat and that. My dad said, no, not a chance. They argued about it. My dad finally gave in. And the lady that read his palm was a psychic. And she said, oh, something very bad is going to happen to you soon. And my dad's like, what? And had a big argument with my mom. Uh, He was diagnosed with terminal cancer a few months later. I'm so sorry. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just all these things. And uh, I look back at my mom and I go, you know, the aboriginals in Australia, um, there's a lot of them going missing too because they have absolutely no protection because they're involved in this mysticism with these entities. They say they respect them, but they also fear them. And I've talked to some indigenous folks and I go, well, what is it? Do you respect them or do you fear them? And he goes, we respect them out of fear. And I go, I'm going to use that because that's well said. Yeah, they're a very interesting culture. Oh, amazing. Oh my gosh. uh, As I said. Awesome. if, if, If we heard more of the dark stories, from a lot of these indigenous folks, it would make your head spin. I mean, uh, there's another show called On the Trail of Bigfoot Missing in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And they talk to about, I believe, four different indigenous groups. And they all say these things are horrific. They're coming out of UFOs and they're demonic. They're finding people thrown 30 feet up into a tree, missing their arms and legs to bleed out. Uh, people's pets and these things know people love their pets yes they're all disemboweled and ripped into shreds so when you hear people saying oh they're the keepers of the forest i go what it's calling alien space brothers same difference they're not space brothers. hey it's like i always say if they can come in your bedroom when you sleep at night that's not a good thing guys yeah that's passing the line of uh Yes. Yeah, and there's lots of cases, endless. Yeah, I mean... Hundreds and hundreds, if not millions of cases. I mean, even, let's say you weren't religious, in a sense. Yeah. If something comes into your room, interrupts your sleep... that tell you? That tells you something right there. Something's not right, number one. If they're so advanced, why would they do that when they know that it not only scares the you-know-what out of you, but it's just wrong? And if you have missing time... what's that tell you what they are? And you're frightened yeah. when you come why out did, of that missing time? Yeah, Sounds why did not they right. blank your memory if it's so wonderful? <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. matter what you believe. You have to mm-hmm. really stop to think. What is yeah. that missing puzzle? Yeah. Why what would is something the big picture of why we're here? Yeah, I, and you know, ultimately, I believe we're here because we should be full of kindness. It's a school. It's a school yeah. to learn either... The right way or the wrong way, and there can be a very fine line with that. And it only takes five seconds to be loving and kind to another human being or yeah, animal. And that's and that's why we're given free will and free choice, and obviously some more than others because we are living in an absolutely fallen world, and history is repeating itself. Before uh, the earth was flooded to get rid of these things, now it's what fire and brimstone and these so-called aliens here to save us. 
We just got to always take a deep breath and remember to be kind. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. No. And you know what? Stay away from bad people. It has been a pleasure talking with you. And thank you for sharing your stories. Yes, uh, I only heard good things from Karen. And I go, well, if Karen's saying you're a great person, I mean, I don't know you, but uh, that was very interesting. And I so appreciate you uh, taking the time to speak to me. Sure, and I'm we're sure all in we this will together, right? Yes, and I'm sure we're going to speak again. Well, next time we can talk about all the all the footage and the other things going yes. on up here, and and I'd like to hear more of your stories because when we all work together, and we're all in this together, whether some people think we're not, we all are as human beings, except Absolutely. for all the hybrids and the clone and the clones <laughs> and the people invading yeah, people's yeah. bedrooms. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll chat soon. All right. Just give me a call when you want to have another chat. I sure will. And you have a good evening. Thank you. Okay. You take you take care, Dee. You too. Good night. Good night.